You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back in, everyone. I am joined today by Maria Kreider. I am so excited for the conversation we are going to have today because we are talking all about fear and limiting beliefs and money and work and all of the things in addition to being a mom. So without further ado, Maria, welcome in. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to have you and for this conversation. So let's dive in. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Who do you help? So you got my name. I am a mom of three boys. I've got a five, seven, and 10-year-old. I'm an instructional designer, and I work with coaches to create digital products and passive income. Ooh, passive income. That's something that a lot of people, I think, neglect, you know, but is such an important part of business to have multiple streams of revenue. Yes. And so there's this, there's this little bit of a misconception that people think that creating courses and digital products are passive income, just because, you know, like you create it once, set it and forget it. But there's a lot that goes into that. So I do want to dive into this a little bit. Because while, yes, I do create courses and digital products and they can be means for passive income, it's not as simple as create it, set it, and forget it. There's a little bit of back work that goes into it. Yes. So let's dive in. Let's unpack that a little bit. So what should the true goal of when you create a online course, let's go into that. What should the goal of that be? So the goal of that is to provide your clients a transformation, something that you can help several people. I mean, if it's an evergreen product, it should be able to help everyone who is ready for that transformation. So you don't have to work with them one-on-one. You're not tied to your Zoom all day, working with 10, 15, 20 clients. I had one who was like, I work with 50 people at a time. And I just couldn't understand, could not wrap my brain around helping that many people individually. Yeah. There's not enough hours in the day, are there? (laughs) I I didn't think so. I didn't think so. And certainly not when you're a mom and you're only available until, you know, two or three o'clock when your kids come home from school. Right. Exactly. Because then all, all, you know, what breaks loose and you're trying to record something and you've got these screaming kids. Yesterday I was trying to record and my kids are literally like, upstairs, it sounded like Clyde sales were running in my house. I'm like, yeah. what just happened? <laughs> so yeah it's, it, yeah, it's the reality of it. All right. Yeah. So let's go into it a little bit more. So who is this for? Who should be creating an online course? I want to say anyone, but there's some caveats to this. Sure. So you have to have 
have already honed in on your skill. You already know what the transformation is that you provide. You've proven that. So you have the social proof. You have the clients who are like, yes, this totally works. And so then we can create your one-on-one program into a hybrid or group program or whatever it is that you dream of it to be. Ooh, yes. And I'd like to explain what, what a hybrid program is. What does that look like? So a hybrid is the best of both world, both worlds, an evergreen product and a live coaching program. And what we do is we have modules, like let's say one module at a time, they go through the course and then you come meet as a group. And then next week they go through the modules and they meet as a group. Nice. So you're really getting the best of both worlds in that. Yes. Whereas what is the other model then? So you have the hybrid model and is there like kind of more of a traditional model that people are doing? So the evergreen model is you've created the program. Everything is pre-recorded. There is no live component. There's no access to you outside of what they're doing in the course. Got it. That makes total sense. So when someone is creating a course, there's a lot of limiting beliefs that can come up when you're even thinking about, okay, this sounds fine and dandy. But some of those limiting beliefs start to pop in and I've dealt with them myself. And I think, I think it's a reality that most of us do. And if you don't, I want to know what your secret sauce is so that like we can all move past it. So how have you worked through that? What do you see coming up for people? So what comes up a lot is I don't like the way I look on camera. I look stupid or I feel silly or my voice sounds funny. And what happens is if you've never recorded before, you hop into like what I call a uh, radio voice. Hi, my name is Sally May. And, and you change, you change the way you speak. Yeah. And so when I'm going through coaching you to create, before we get to creating, I'm like talking to you, talk to you, talk to me, talk to the camera and the mic, how you would talk to a friend. Don't change your verbiage. If you drop an F-bomb, drop the F-bomb. If you don't want the F-bomb in the, in the recording, that can be fixed post-production. It's not something you have to worry about. Um, so it's coaching people through giving them the guidance to say, hey, it's okay to fumble. It's okay to mess up. Just keep going. Most things can be fixed in post-production. Yeah, because we're human. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. And we honestly, human. I appreciate that when I see people, you know, trip over their words because I do all the time and that's normal. I am not a robot. You're not a robot. Yeah. We're, we're people. We're just trying to get through the day like everybody else. You know? Yeah. So a lot of what I do is editing little nonverbal like silences or verbal spacers, the ums and the uh, and the, uh, I don't edit all of them out because otherwise it would sound really weird if you went from like one phrase to the next one with no natural pause. Like there's no spacer. So I don't take all of the humanness out. Which I is- take the long, crazy pause where you're just like, oh, and like mumble. Like <laughs> we, we take the mumble away. We don't want you to sound unprofessional. Like you don't know what you're doing or you sound unconfident. I want you to sound like yourself, but I'm going to make you sound like as good as I can. Oh, it's so awesome. And isn't that the beauty of technology too, that we have the ability to do that, that you can just show up and, you know, anything that you really get tripped up on, it's okay. It can be fixed, you know, no big deal. 
And I think too, like just being okay with being a beginner for me, that was a huge tipping point, just mindset wise, fear wise, just getting past those self-limiting beliefs because we all have them. It's just regaining control. So in, just to give you like a big, bigger picture of what this looks like, I've been creating courses for nearly 10 years. Mm-hmm. probably over 10 years my kids 10 um literally a little over that long I had never recent until recently created a course for myself I had my outline I did the exact same process I do with my clients I did it for myself and I was like oh I don't really like the order in this like the outline makes sense but I didn't want to record in that order it didn't feel good to me I, you know, I'm having to work around my kids' schedule. I can't be recording video lessons while they're home. Um, but I can record like all of the Loom screen recordings. So I did that, went out of order, came back in post-production, put it all in order. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, my shirt's different. My hair's different. Some, like everything is a little different. You know how many people mentioned, made a comment about that? Exactly none. No one cares that I had my hair up in a ponytail or that it was in a bun or was down or my shirt color changed from one lesson to the next. No one cares. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Because honestly, people aren't paying as much attention and judging us as much as we think they are. No, no. And that's something I have to tell myself that like nobody thinks about me as much as I think about me. (laughs) It's so true. That's so true. And we can be our own worst critics. And then we hold ourselves back. And then we don't do it because it's not perfect. But really, nobody's judging it. It's fine. As long as the content that you're putting out there, you are sharing your value with the world. Who cares? I could care less if you showed up today in in your pajamas with a top knot and a robe on. You know, whatever. We're having a valuable conversation. That's what it's about. We need to get past ourselves and it is hard to get past yourself at first, you know, on camera and hearing yourself, but the more you do it, it's gotten so much easier for me. Cause I don't know. I'm just, I'm comfortable just being by myself, you know, curled up with the book. Like I don't need to put myself out there, but I know in order to grow, I have to, I've kind of got to do the uncomfortable. I've got to put myself into different situations where it may not be comfortable, but it does get easier. Have you felt that too? I have, I have. And so my biggest thing these past two years has been like my word of the year is fearless. It was the same word last year. I'm going to show up fearless. Well, last year I didn't show up fearless. I was still scared shitless. I was, I I was still scared. I was showing up um, like a watered down version of me and playing it safe. And this year I was like, screw it all. Mm-hmm. I have to verbally, like actually verbalize that, like screw it all. I don't care about your opinion. I don't care what you think of me to show up. And before I hit play or record on my phone to like show up, even on Instagram, on video, on stories, I have to be like, screw it. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, great. You took your power back. I, I, but I have, I have to do that each and every single time before I go live before I go on stories, before I create content. Yeah. And I, again, I appreciate you sharing that, that it's okay to be scared. It's okay to have to hype yourself up, 
but you're taking action. You're pushing through that discomfort, taking action. And have you noticed things are starting to grow faster? It is. It's so crazy. I So Jillian is my mentor. And so Love I'm her. To like message oh my gosh. Jillian. I was like, hey, Jillian, somebody just DM me after I did a story. After I said, screw it, uh, this is how I'm wearing, like I'm wearing hot pants. I call them hot pants. It's like checkered, like punk rock prints. I thought it was kind of cute, yeah. um, but I, I wore it with like a denim jacket. I felt really good about myself. And I said, Hey, I'm working with a coach who's teaching me how to dress myself. Uh, Katie Wofford. Um, screw it. This is what I want to look like. This is what I, this is how I feel. And it resonated with people sharing me, cleaning out my closet resonate. And I didn't think that it would. Isn't it crazy? The little things yeah. like that. And then you're starting to attract those ideal clients. You're not going to be for everyone. And that's okay. I, I personally don't want to be for everyone. I want to be with the people that want to be with me. I don't want to be chasing constantly. Yeah. But by showing up and being you and rocking those pants, like, I love it. I love it because you're real. You're authentic. You're showing us you. And that's... That can be scary. That can be very scary to do. But yeah. look at the difference it's making for you. Oh my gosh, I love it. Now I, you, I feel great. Good. And we should. Everybody deserves to feel good. Everybody deserves to feel great. It's, you know, stopping those narratives we have in our, our head. So something else that I know you did this past year was pretty darn big. Did that happen last year or was that a few years back? We had a conversation that my goal was to replace his income to make as much or more, at least as much That's as what, what he it was. makes. Yeah. So that was my goal. I hit that in December. I have to do that for an additional three months. So four months of, of making at least what he makes. So then I can be like, okay, babe, now, whenever you want, you can put in your two weeks notice. Guys. I just, he works at a scrapyard. It's very hard work. It's backbreaking. Even though he's a manager, he's doing a lot of labor. Yeah. So I want him to go do whatever he wants. And he's like, I don't know what I would do. And recently, like this past weekend, he's like, I want to be a tour guide at Disney. Like I want to help people have like the best, most magical vacation ever. Yeah. And I was like, that actually sounds like fun. And mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, I think I'd be really good at that. Yes. Yes. Why are we confining ourselves in these boxes? And, you know, just because you've been doing one thing forever, it's okay to change. I mean, yeah. I, this past year, I made a huge pivot and jumped full time into my business, but it wasn't an overnight process. It's a lot of hard work, but it's worth it. When you're doing something that just fuels your fire, when you find something that you enjoy, that lights you up, it doesn't feel like work. You can build your life the way you want to have it be. You know, we all have these choices, but we tell ourselves stories that, no, you know, I, I don't know what else I would do. What am I qualified to do? And that's a hard place to be. But when you finally make the choice, it's very freeing. And it, you, you look back and you're like, what did I wait so long for? <laughs> Here's the thing, because you don't, I wouldn't let the fact that you don't have the skills to do something else 
stop you from making that jump. Skills can be acquired. You can teach yourself whatever you want nowadays. You don't even need to go to college. Yeah. There's tons of websites that have resources and courses that you could take at home on the weekend at night, whenever you have some free time to learn to do new things. Exactly. Exactly. You can learn it. That's the beauty of the age we're living in. You can literally learn any skill you need online. Yeah. Which brings us back to, all right, you know, hey, it's Maria Zona Genius here. Right? It is. It's so funny. Um, but it but it's true. It's true. There are tons of websites out there that are like, you know, course marketplaces. I don't put my clients on those websites because it's a marketplace, kind of like shopping on Amazon. Um, so you always want to have your own platform. But if you're just starting out and you don't necessarily have a business, but you know, like you want to teach people how to, I don't know, look for jobs on whatever platform, you could put that up on a website, like a, you know, a marketplace. But on those marketplaces is how I taught myself video editing. Because that's now part of instructional design when you go to school. Right. Exactly. And just being willing to learn, being willing to identify those, those weaknesses and be willing to learn. And look what happens. Massive growth. Love it. So one other thing we touched on is, all right, how can you start to earn more money with less work? What have you found works for you? Teach us how to work smarter, not harder. So we always, and I'm not a financial planner. I actually don't know crap about, you know, income structuring or or anything that's not my zone of genius my zone of genius is creating the the other streams of income the passive offers so um sorry it's okay so if you have like an ebook a pdf file that's been sitting in your drive and you send it to your clients and it's an introduction to whatever if it's podcast recording you know 12 steps to start a podcast and you go into detail and you have a good 20 something odd pages you could list that as an ebook, an actual ebook publication, or on print. This is like Amazon KDP self publishing stuff. And it's really easy. So, an ebook is an option. If you're artsy and artistic, I have a friend who likes to draw and doodle and she creates coloring pages. Like, she actually hand draws everything. Create a coloring book. Are you a mindset coach? Create journal prompts and create a custom journal. It doesn't have to be Amazon KDP. You can go on other websites that also do self-publishing and have other um, binding options. It's not rocket science. It's really not. And it's just knowing where to look or who to ask. Ooh, I love that. Who to ask. Well, and I love that you dove into, okay, it's something you already have. You already have the content. It's just repurposing what you do in a different format. It's not that Mm -hmm. you have to go out and write a 300 page book and pitch it to every publishing house. That is another thing that's great about the time that we're living. You can self-publish. Like you said, there's, you just have to know who to ask and be willing to ask for help. I've noticed massive growth in myself when I was willing to be like, okay, I don't, I don't know about this 
what's everyone else's experience? There's people willing to help. You know, that's, there's so much abundance in this world and there's so many people willing to help, you know, just because you have one naysayer or you get a troll or, you know, somebody's coming at you. The majority of the world truly has a heart of wanting to help you. Love that. Yeah. So, so my DMs are always open. If you have a question regarding anything, courses, digital products, passive income, send me a DM. I'm, I'm open. Exactly. Maria is a phenomenal resource to use you guys. So Maria, where can we find you? Where can we learn more? I'm on Instagram at it's Maria Kreider and recently just launched my own Facebook group for confident creators. So it is, it's to empower you to create whatever it is that you want to create. Um, I'm going to be sharing lots of tutorials, simple little things that you can do here and there. Um, the whole premise to the group is to like help you avoid the rabbit hole that is Google or the help centers of these different platforms, because you can go down they give you some generic answer and then like 50 links to different irrelevant things. Yes. Such great value. And we will be sure to link all of that in the show notes. Maria, thank you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge, share your wisdom, and just leave us feeling, I don't know, inspired. Just a great conversation. Thank you so much, Amy. You're so welcome. All right. Until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 